This message comes from NPR sponsor Total Wine and More. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, find what you love and love what you find at Total Wine and More. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly. Be 21. Hey, it's our last season of Rough Translation on NPR. And fittingly, it is the season that we've been reporting for the longest amount of time. About five years ago, I started talking with NPR correspondent Lauren Freyer about couples she was meeting in India, couples who had taken a brave and surprising step. We assembled an international team to make this series, including my guest co-host, Mansi Choksi, a writer and journalist whose personal journey is also part of our story. In fact, it is where we're going to begin. Because, see, Mansi always knew, growing up in India, that when it came to love... Her generation was going to do things differently. So growing up in the 90s in India, there were essentially two messages that we were getting. One was that we were going to be the ones that get all the opportunities that our parents and our grandparents' generation did not get. The second message was that along with the new jobs, the new malls, and the new multiplex theaters, I hate you. was the promise of more choice in her personal life. Hindi cinema. Revolved around like the hopeless romantic. Bollywood romances of that era featured lovers who crossed boundaries of class, but also caste and even faith. Star-crossed lovers that cross these bridges and divides to be together. I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. The idea that love is something worth fighting for. We were the young people that were going to change the way the world works and thinks, and we could do anything. And then, in reality, the truth is that when you do cross that boundary of tradition... Um, you're knocked down and told that actually you cannot do this one thing. And that thing is getting married without your parents' blessing. Exactly. It is the act of disobedience. That is, yeah, that's absolutely it. The real boundary is crossing your parents' will. The real boundary is disappointing them. As a journalist, Mansi would see up close the potential consequences of this act of disobedience. Not many years ago, I actually visited um, a village in Haryana where I stood inside a bedroom where a young woman and her husband uh, were killed by the girl's family. They were from two different castes. Her family had never accepted them. And, uh, you know, the woman was pregnant, um, had been shot to death in their sleep for running away five years earlier. Um, The wall still carried marks, bullet marks. But to her shock and her shame... Mansi didn't feel about this couple the same way she felt for the love stories on screen. You know what it really felt like, to be honest? It felt like a case of really bad luck. It was like a victim-blaming moment that you... That... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish, I, I wish it wasn't that, but that is how it was. You know that this is the red line, and if you're going to cross the red line, um, don't get caught. Mansi's reaction surprised her, and led her on a journey to write a book called The Newlyweds, Rearranging Marriage in Modern India, exploring what really happens when love goes off the Bollywood script. I kept going back to this moment. Why was it just so ordinary? The deaths of these people. Yeah. Why did it feel so unsurprising? This is Rough Translation. I'm Gregory Warner. 
On this season of Rough Translation, we are doing something we've never quite done before. One story over five episodes. Monsi and I will guide you through an investigation by correspondent Lauren Freyer. It's kind of late at night. We're driving in the dark in Kerala after reporting. While violence against love couples can feel unsurprising in a country where arranged marriage is the norm, we're going to spend time with a group that offers protection to those couples, helps them get married without their parents' blessing. And he says he's in trouble. Our reporting will take us on raids and rescue missions. We have very little information. Yeah. These people don't want to be found. As we follow the couples trying to stay one step ahead of threats from their own families. As this deception builds, I'm, I'm just nervous for them. I'm also scared. What happens when these couples find themselves tangled up in a different kind of arrangement? Where does this stop? One that forces them to ask, who can they trust? And how much are they willing to sacrifice for love? Love Commandos from Rough Translation, back after this break. Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Online. Is your child asking questions on their homework you don't feel equipped to answer? IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. One subscription gets you everything. One site for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And NPR listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXLlearning.com. This message comes from NPR sponsor Capital One. The Capital One Venture X business card has no preset spending limit, so the card's purchasing power can adapt to meet business needs. Plus, the card earns unlimited double miles on every purchase, so the more a business spends, the more miles earned. And when traveling, the Venture X business card grants access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X business card, what's in your wallet? Terms and conditions apply. Find out more at CapitalOne.com slash VentureXBusiness. With NPR Plus, you get bonus content from behind the scenes of your favorite shows, like the NPR Politics Podcast. A friend of mine who worked at the Associated Press came in to the courtroom and said, Step to it. Michael Cohen has flipped on Trump. And with NPR Plus, you'll be supporting public media. Learn more at plus.npr.org. Hey, it's Gregory, and this is the last, the very last season of Rough Translation on NPR, and you don't want to miss what comes next. So stay tuned for the end of this episode to find out how to sign up for my Substack and stay with me on this journey. Now, the story we told you at the top of the episode about honor killing, that is only the most extreme consequence that can befall love couples in India today. People who marry without their parents' permission can be ostracized or disowned, forced into hiding, kidnapped or arrested. The police can get involved. Monsi Choksi wondered what it would take for love couples to find protection in this context. And then one day in 2012, she turned on the TV and saw that question answered. There's a show called Satyamev Jayate. It was a huge deal. Sunday, 11 a.m., it would come, the streets would go empty. Everybody was at home. It was like a cricket match. It was like an India-Pakistan cricket match. Everybody felt it was their duty to watch the show um, because it was pitched as a show that awoke your moral conscience. The show was known for its host, Amir Khan. 
A Bollywood megastar who now had launched this very social activist talk show. For a country that has always been accused of being in political slumber, it was the one mainstream show that was supposed to shake you out of your political apathy. With an audience in India that rivaled Oprah Winfrey's U.S. audience, the show took on topics like caste discrimination, domestic violence, male chauvinism, or, in this episode from 2012, intolerance to love. Like throughout the episode, we see these young people who have chosen love. They are looking devastated, they're broken. All they want is the acceptance of their families. All the three or four couples that feature here, that's what we see. What she saw on the TV seemed like more of the same stories that Mansi and the country had become inured to. But then the host, Amir Khan, he gives the camera a kind of mischievous look. What, what were his words again? In this kind of situation, who will help young couples? The guest who comes on stage next is a gray-haired man in his 50s with striking bottle green eyes. His name? Sanjoy Suchdev. And he's offering a shelter. Mm-hmm. To house and protect love couples. Voluntary initiative. Ji, 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 ji. This was a radical thing. I definitely hadn't heard that before. Um, somebody saying, hey, if you're running away, don't worry, I've got your back. That was definitely, it was not a thing. Everything about this guy takes Monty by surprise, including the name of his group. Love Commandos. They call the Love Commandos. The Love Commandos. Yeah, seemed badass. Love Commandos kya hota? He starts with this like slogan. Like this rallying cry. Love is no sin. And we weren't fathered by the men who hated love. And we Everybody in the audience is suddenly like melting away into laughter. Well, what's funny about it? I, can you translate what's funny about it? Because it feels like a it feels like a political slogan. It feels like something that you would hear on the streets when you're picketing kind of like inspires uh, you know you want to you want to raise your fist in the air and be like yeah prem pap nahi hai you know that's 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 how it made me feel <laughs> he wears a, a like a khadi um neruvian hand spun jacket um it also makes you think about like indian independence freedom fighters he's like leading a civil disobedience movement i'm curious does saying hey we need shelters for these people is it also an act of saying that what is being done to these people is wrong? Yeah, it's finally an acknowledgement that some some wrongdoing is happening to these people. And the whole time he's speaking, one is drawn to his eyes. Not only because of their striking green color, but also this curious quality of never breaking eye contact. You said he has the eyes... Of an infant. Free of shame or self-doubt. The thing that I find striking about him is that he's a guy that belongs to the generation of people that are opposing love marriage. 
जब अठारह साल का लड़का इस देश का प्रधानमंत्री चुन सकता है तो अपना जीवन साथी क्यों नहीं चुन सकता but he's advocating for something that the younger people want so automatically i'm feeling like okay here's someone from your generation telling me that i'm doing the right thing that itself is making me feel good about him love shall conquer the world love shall rule the world wohi din hoga is duniya ki sachi azadi ka mansi couldn't believe what she just seen Had other people heard the call that she had? And in the days and weeks after this episode airs, she obsessively would refresh the Love Commandos Facebook page. They have a Facebook page as well as a website with lots of phone numbers. The demand was insane around that time. And she started reading comments. And I was just struck by the amount of people that wanted their help. We asked some friends to read these comments and we edited them for clarity. Dear sir. Hello sir. Please sir. I saw the Satyamev Jayate show. I need your help immediately sir. I've spent hours and hours going down this rabbit hole. I'm from Kota, Rajasthan. From Hyderabad. From Muzaffarpur, Bihar. Every corner of the country. I fell in love with the guy. We both love each other so much and we both are... some variation of the exact same message. The only problem is I'm a guy from a Muslim community and love a girl from the Hindu religion. That my girlfriend is another caste. But my parents came to know about our love. Her parents don't want to listen. They are ready to kill us but not ready to accept us. We want to be like other couples. We've even decided our children's names. So, I have mailed you and I'm waiting for your reply. Will you please communicate with our family? I need your immediate assistance. I can't stand it any longer. Please help us. Please do reply back. Please help. Please help us in any way you can. Please. you want me to talk to you a little bit about why um arranged marriage is such a thing of importance in indian culture yeah and the corollary of why love marriage is such a problem yeah um the reason there is such a huge emphasis on arranged marriage in india is because this is a tool that helps cement boundaries and helps cement hierarchies that have been in place for several centuries when a young person chooses to marry outside of these social structures they're threatening to upend this power structure arranged marriage was more than just pleasing your parents it helped secure the status quo of caste hierarchies and political fault lines and inherited wealth so being a revolutionary for love and love couples it really was a kind of revolutionary stance in a larger sense who was this guy so right after satyamev jayate you would see him everywhere Hello and welcome to another interesting episode of Walk the Talk India. Mess He was profiled in every major newspaper in India magazine. Please welcome Sanjay Sasdeva from Love Commandos. Meet the Love Commandos. TV features, a BBC podcast episode, an eponymous documentary on Amazon Prime Video. The Love Commandos have a network of secret shelters hidden throughout Delhi and run a helpline answering hundreds of calls 24/7. Part of their popularity is probably their name. Right, they sound like ninjas, right? Like <laughs> they're actually more like social workers. <laughs> I'm Lauren Freyer. I'm NPR's India correspondent. Lauren just left the India Post, but when she started telling me this story in 2018, she'd just arrived to India. It was a time of increased nationalism when voices of tradition were emboldened. Something like 95% of marriages in India are arranged marriages and they're arranged by 
the bride and groom's families. And of those, the vast majority are within the same caste or community or religious group. She wanted to know, were the love commandos able to offer the protection they promised? You're running away with the love of your life. That's where you went. And are you, are you couples here? One, two, three. Yeah. yeah. So she visited the shelter, spoke with couples there. How did you fall in love? See, we actually met at the working place. I mean, every couple has dramatic stories, and they say so much about modern India. And we introduced ourselves to uh, each other's parents. They didn't agree with that. So we had to run away from the house, and then we have to marry here with the help of love commandos. Six years after their appearance on India's biggest talk show, the love commandos were going strong. They even told Lauren they were thinking of expanding to neighboring Bangladesh. But then a few months into this reporting, Lauren emailed me and was like, hey, get a load of the news breaking all over India. Owner of NGO Love Commandos has been arrested for allegedly harassing and blackmailing interfaith couples who sought help at his shelter home in Delhi. Sandre Sachdev was arrested. These couples were allegedly kept in inhuman conditions and a huge amount of money was also extorted from them. And accused of exploiting the very couples he'd vowed to protect. So, like, taking advantage of these couples in some of their most vulnerable moments. And Lauren wondered what had happened in that shelter that she might have missed the first time around. Hello? Hello, is that Mr. Sachdev? Yes, speaking. This is Lauren Freyer from NPR. This season on Rough Translation, allegations are false. The rise and fall of the Love Commandos. Yeah, it was a political conspiracy. Through the eyes of the couples who saw it firsthand. Some of the things I don't even remember and I don't want to remember. And even now, don't know how to feel about it. Some of them say he definitely abused us. So many things they made us do. He's working us like dogs. I was getting panic attacks in the night. So what is it that we're paying for? It breaks you mentally. Why did we come here? Some of them think he's a hero, a savior, and think these charges are just, it doesn't match the person they know. So she was like, wow, here's somebody who actually helps people who fall in love. I think they were hurt that he had to go through that. They, they felt sad and uh, they felt pity. Sanjay is a threat to the establishment, families and religions and the way things have always happened. India is my land, my motherland. Even if I'm killed for it. I have no idea whether anything he tells me is ever true. Like, this is the thing about him, is that he is either the most earnest person in the world or a pathological liar. Did you feel like he tricked you? I think he tricked the entire world. Is he really who he's promising to be? And what are the repercussions when you try to go against the norms of a society of 1.4 billion people? Do you feel that they have hurt your feelings? After all, you were trying to help them. Uh, The phone is cutting out. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Oh, that would have been a good answer.
if you want to hear the next episode of Love Commandos right now and before anyone else, go sign up for Embedded Plus. Embedded is the home for ambitious storytelling at NPR, and subscribing to Embedded Plus is a great way to support that work. Embedded Plus listeners will get to hear each episode of Love Commandos from Rough Translation a week early, and they'll get to listen sponsor-free. So go to plus.npr.org embedded, or look for the Embedded channel in Apple to find out more. And a big thanks to everyone who's already signed up. Speaking of signups, if you've loved all the places that Rough Translation has taken you over the years and all the people that we've met together around the world, from an American surrogate in Seattle to a flirt coach in Germany to this story about love in India, you can continue to enjoy this kind of global storytelling in your life and in your inbox. I have an email newsletter. It's a substack. It's called Rough Transition. Rough Transition, totally free to sign up. And every week you get more stories, more countries, more tools to understand the world and ourselves. And you'll be the very first to know where this podcast and I go next. Go to substack.com or the Substack app. Search for Rough Transition. I cannot wait to see you there. Love Commandos from Rough Translation is a collaboration with NPR's International Desk. It was reported by Lauren Freyer. Our guest co-host is Mansi Choksi. The series was written and edited by me, Gregory Warner, and our senior producer is Adelina Lancinis. Our senior editor is Luis Treas, and our consulting editors are Miranda Kennedy and Sana Krasikov. The Love Commandos team includes Ariana Lee, Parth Shah, Elena Torek, Justine Yan, Dan Gurma, Kimberly Izar, Bhaskar Chowdhury, and Jess Jang. Our producers in India include Raksha Kumar and Sushmita Patak. Fact-checking by Nicolette Khan. Mary Glendinning is director of research at NPR's RAD department. Legal support from Micah Ratner and Johannes Dergi. NPR standards and practices editor is Tony Cavan. Mastering by Josh Newell. The Love Commandos theme song is by Vasu and Amira Gill, and it's inspired by Rough Translation's original theme song by John Ellis. Additional music in this episode by John Ellis, Ramtin Arablui, Nick Dupre, Blue Dot Sessions, and First Com Music. To see original illustrations for this series by Vartika Sharma, visit npr.org slash roughtranslation. They're really beautiful. You should check them out. Our visuals editor is Emily Bogle. Special thanks to our friends who lent their voices to this episode, Apurva, Hari, Divya, Suhail, Suhit, and Sumita, with additional thanks to Aisha Khan in Dubai. Irene Noguchi is the executive producer of the Enterprise Storytelling Unit, our home at NPR. Liana Simstrom is our supervising producer. Didi Skanky is chief editor, and Nishant Dahia is deputy supervising senior editor of NPR's International Desk. Anya Grunman is NPR's senior vice president of programming and audience development. I'm Gregory Warner, back next week with the second chapter of Love Commandos from Rough Translation. This message comes from NPR sponsor Charles Schwab with their original podcast, Choiceology, hosted by Katie Milkman, an award-winning behavioral scientist and author of the best-selling book, How to Change. Choiceology is a show about the psychology and economics behind people's decisions. Hear true stories from Nobel laureates, authors, athletes, and more about why people do the things they do. Download the latest episode and subscribe at schwab.com podcast or wherever you listen.
With NPR Plus, there's more to hear, like extended interviews with some of the experts we talk to at Planet Money and The Indicator. It's a mistake for economists to only think about economic efficiency when considering policies because you'll actually wind up with a worse outcome. And with NPR Plus, you help keep NPR going. Learn more at plus.npr.org.